And welcome. This is Anthony Dream Johnson, president of the Manosphere, CEO of the Redman Group, founder of 21 Studios and the 21 Convention, here with episode 102 of the Redman Group, live. This episode is featuring a special guest and returning guest to the show, Andrew Cobra-Tate, a former world champion kickboxer, fighter, and athlete. And this episode is titled Becoming a Millionaire Badass. Not only is Andrew Tate uh, someone I've met, interviewed before, you can check out the interview on 21 Studios and Redman Group. We interviewed him in Warsaw, Poland. But uh, an amazing guy, an amazing uh, kind of the Dan Blazarian, so to speak, of the manosphere, I think. And I call him the king of toxic masculinity. He's an amazing entrepreneur, you know, fighter, and uh, does a lot of interesting things. And I'm you know, happy to bring him on the show once again. Cobra Tate, welcome back to the show. That was a very good introduction. Thank you very much. Hello. Yeah, good man. Good to be here. And where you come? You're from. Uh, you're at your home here, right? In Romania. Yep, I'm out here in Romania. You know, even even we are impacted by this virus. I'm on the edge of the world, and still we're all locked in our yeah. houses. So uh, this is it. This is the HQ out here in Bucharest. Yeah, and I saw you in Sweden recently too, right? You're in Stockholm. Yeah. So when the whole lockdown thing happened, there was only two countries which refused to lock down. One was Belarus, and one was mm. Sweden. So we wanted to go Belarus because I have some friends in Minsk and. Belarus is Belarus, and we thought this is going to be a crazy place. It'll be a fun party. So we were going to go there. But um, there was uh, a 14-day quarantine. Like when you arrive, you're supposed to be quarantined for 14 days, blah, blah, blah. We were going to completely ignore that. And by by coincidence, someone had come to visit me in Romania where they have the same rule, and he was ignoring his. And then by coincidence, as we were discussing it, police knocked on the door to check he was home. Damn. And then we thought, okay, so if we go Belarus and we get caught out of our hotel, we're basically going to jail. Belarus is really hardcore too, right? Like this, like super authoritarian. Yeah, right? they don't play games, man. Belarus, yeah. if you piss the Belarusians off, you're, they don't care about you. Yeah, I heard so, about um, this in Poland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're 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 hardcore, and but their president's a G. Did you see what their president said about the whole virus? No, but I'm not surprised. What did he say? Bro, you're not gonna believe. I'm gonna send you the link. He said, uh, 50 milliliters of vodka a day. Unless you're driving, or, <laughs> unless you're unless you're driving or working, that's all he yeah. said. Drink your vodka and go to work and be a G. So he wow. didn't walk down nothing. So yeah. he's a he's a superhero. So that's Latvian Yeah, yeah but, I heard um, him and the Hungarian president are super savage like that. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they're really savage like that. So, um, but Belarus is. I mean, Hungary still has some ties to Europe, so there'll still be somebody you can call if you get arrested. You get yeah, arrested yeah. in Belarus. Who who are you calling? They'll be like, why are you yeah. there? so the Belarus was out of the question so then we thought okay well Sweden ain't gonna do shit so we went to Sweden and just ran around Stockholm acting crazy and partying with chicks and well what's the deal with Sweden because that was really surprising because they're a bunch of feminist fucking losers and shit a lot of them yeah they are well so I've heard I've heard a few stories so the reason they're not locked down I've heard is that their government is so liberal and it's such a uh the way it works, everything has to be done with majorities and there's so many different parties in, in government right now and they have this big split and whatever. And the truth is the government doesn't have the power to lock them down. Like everything has to go to mandate and they can't get the, the things through their own parliament. No shit, but, damn. But the people who do want to lock it down can't get it past the other parties. They've got this big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Coalition. They've got this yeah, coalition yeah. government and blah, blah, blah. That's one story I heard. They have a and king the, too, but he's like powerless, I think. Right? Yeah, some powerless king. And then the other the other story is that, I mean, they're doing what England was originally going to stick to and do anyway. A lot of countries considered this, but just pussied out once mm. Trump locked down. I, I My theory on all of this is that it's anti-Trump. Mm. When swine flu came and everyone was dying in America, no one gave a shit because the media liked Obama, so they didn't say anything bad. 
If the president was somebody the media liked and nobody said anything bad about the few deaths, then he wouldn't have locked down America, which means England wouldn't have locked down. All these other countries which followed suit wouldn't have locked down. All of this is just because they came at Trump so hard and every single death would be put on Trump's name. They eventually goes, okay, I'll call your bluff and lock the whole country down. Then I have no choice. That's what all of this is, man. This, this, This is all garbage. When I was in Sweden, no one gave a shit. I put it all on my Twitter. You can watch the whole thread. Everyone's out. Kids are out. Old people are out. Cafes are full. Bars are full. Chicks are kissing Tristan. Random chicks. No one, <laughs> no one cared, bro. No one cared yeah. 1%, you know? And and their death rate's no higher than, than anyone else's. This is the thing. This virus only kills people who, uh, no disrespect, but they're not strong enough to resist any kind of illness. These are people yeah, who are going to die anyway. Old, and that's fat, how it is. Weak, shit like yeah, that. this is how it is. Yeah. So and there's a whole bunch of people who had it. And it didn't even affect them. I mean, yeah. my, my view, on the, I was saying this to a Swedish girl. I was saying, do you think if, if four out of five people don't show symptoms, do you think the World Health Organization instantly identified this virus? Let's use our brains. Let's use our brains here. Four out of five people get sick, don't even show anything. Yeah. So why would the World, World Health Organization jump all over instantly? If everybody got sick and was badly sick, then who would react quickly? But if a whole, bunch, a whole bunch of people are getting it and no one's even showing symptoms, then who ain't going to do anything? This virus has been around for a long time, much longer than who have been talking about it since January. This yeah. has been around all the last year. You already, no, had, you already had corona, bro, and it didn't hurt you. It's same, so have I. We've, some people have had it, and it's fine, and some people haven't. And now they're doing all this testing and all these scary numbers, but it's bullshit. Yeah. Most people have already had corona. No, I agree. There's definitely something sketchy going on. Like I've never seen, We've never seen anything like this. Like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? So... Yeah, some super sketch. We'll see, but I think Trump's going to kill it, man. People underestimate him consistently, and I yeah. think this is another another example that he's just going to smack them on, call their bluff, and smack him in the face with his dick. Yeah, exactly. He's called their bluff, and he's done a good job, and his polling numbers are yeah. going up. And and yep. even though people are struggling, they're like, you know what? I, I actually am happy with how he led the situation, and yeah. it's, it's, it ain't going to hurt him. So yeah. they're just idiots, man. They're idiots. But yeah, Sweden's still not on lockdown, and I'm I'm going back next week if they still have a lockdown. I'm going back to parties. Nice. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. So let's back up a second. So not all the fans that are watching the show and that'll watch it later, the recording, uh, know who you are. So what's kind of your backstory in terms of like how, who you are, you know, how you became who you are today? Yeah. You used to be, I know, broke. You were not a fighter. Uh, yep. And then your life changed, you know, several years ago. Yeah. So uh, I was a chess player as a kid. I was a professional chess player. And then um, that was when I was in America. And then I moved to... I moved to England and there was no chess scene. So I decided to start something else to, cause I was used to putting in hours and hours of difficult work a day. And I decided to fight because to me, they're similar to other people. They say, that's a weird jump. And I say, no, it's not. It's one-on-one mm-hmm. war. It's the same. Yeah. So um, I chose to fight. And then uh, I just started turning up at the gym and just got good. Like I just refused to quit, got my ass kicked, kept turning up, got good at it. One fight at a time, became world champion and then started making some money with fighting. And then, uh, kind of stumbled upon this webcam business thing i needed yeah. money even though i was fighting i had a my fight was a few months away and i needed money now and i had a bunch of girlfriends and thought this is like this is a long time ago when webcam webcam was new and i kind of stumbled. you were upon in uh, thailand when this is going on right you're in another country yeah i was i was i was living between thailand and england okay. back and forth and um i was completely broke and when i say broke i don't mean like low on money i mean broke my version of broke is i can't eat like i was broke like, and yeah, my next, are you eating ketchup or something like that? Yeah, some bullshit, bro. Bullshit. Yeah. And like, my next fight is three Jeez. months away. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I need money now. I'm trying to get a fight and no one will fight me and blah, blah, blah. And then um, I thought, well, the, the whole story is this. The whole story is I said to Tristan, I'm going to find a way to make money. So I decided to lock myself in my room. I saw 
on something on the internet about a uh, mathematician. I can't remember his name. He's a famous one. He's a mathematician or a scientist. He used to lock himself in his room and refuse to leave until he solved the problem. And he got all these health issues because he wouldn't eat and all this crap. So I thought, I'm going to be like this guy. I'm going to lock myself in the room until I work out how to make money. I only wanted to make like 20 bucks a day. I said, I'm going to find a way to make 20 bucks a day so that we're not hungry. That was it. Jesus. I want 20 bucks a day. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm looking at all this shit and I'm researching, blah, blah, blah. And, and, I was, and I started writing down my assets. Like, what do I have? I was like, okay, well, I have physical strength, but I already utilize that fighting. I have this, I have that, blah, blah, blah. And I got down to the road and I wrote down, well, I have a whole bunch of big booty bitches. <laughs> well, what, what can big I do? Big booty with- bitches. All right, yeah. I like it. <laughs> but I was like, what can I do with these girls? I mean, even opening a strip club, you need investment money. I didn't have investment money. I didn't yeah. want no one else fucking my girls. I'm not going to put them on the track. So I'm like, so what is there? And even and with then, fighting, a lot of people think you became a millionaire by fighting, but it doesn't really work like that, right? Nah. Fighting is like modeling, whereas there's 0.1% that have all the money, the ones you can name, and then there's all the other ones who are just as good, who look just as good, can fight just as good, but for whatever reason, just didn't get that contract. Like, I, I was four-time world champion, mm-hmm. and the most I ever got paid was 75000 which is a lot of money, but it ain't life. I mean, what, twice a year? It's 150 yeah. grand a year. You're not, you're not a rich guy. You're, you got a car. You got rent. Like, yeah. you're, you're not rich. So, um, and that's world champion four times. So, and this kickboxing, I mean, boxing, you can make a lot of money if you have a good promoter, but even then there's a whole bunch of boxers out there who are fighting every weekend who are excellent. You've never heard of and don't make shit. So it's a hard sport to make money, man. It's it's a terrible career path, Hmm. but, um, yeah. So I had all these girls and then I was kind of looking up Googling, like how to open a strip club, blah, blah, blah. And I accidentally found webcam and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Okay. And kind of one thing grew to another and I moved back to England, started a webcam company, and it just exploded. I ended up with 75 girls working for me and became Damn. a multimillionaire. So and that's how it went. That's the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I see you now transitioning today. I see you teaching courses on OnlyFans and shit like that. Because obviously the whole industry has changed over time. Yep. Over it's changed a lot. Years. Yeah. I've been in it for a long time. I've been, in, I've been in webcam for about six years. And six years ago, it was a lot different than it is now. But now yeah. it's so much easier. I mean, back then, even the tech was more complicated, even streaming video six years ago. Was yeah. like YouTube was new and it was a pain in the ass. Everything was hard. Now it's so easy. And yeah, yeah. I'm teaching guys how to run OnlyFans companies because OnlyFans is the best hustle in the world. Everyone comes online and hates on OnlyFans girls. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, you and me, bro. If you could take a picture of yourself in the bathroom mirror and sell it for 300 bucks, you're telling me you wouldn't fucking do it? I would. Dude, they get they get more than that too, man. They get tons of shit. Yeah, bro, they get I, I know, money. There's girls in Orlando that do this. They have whole business models for it. They have like a girlfriend experience program. It's like a yep. monthly membership. These dudes pay. Yep. They have a whole. It's like a whole entrepreneurial system they have. It's nuts. It is. It is. And what, yeah. but what I'll tell you though, nine times out of ten, behind those advanced entrepreneurial systems is a man. Because yeah. women are fucking lazy. They're yeah. lazy, and they. If you show a woman how to make five hundred bucks, she thinks, "Oh, okay, I don't have to work for the rest of the week." If you yeah. show a man how to make 500 bucks, he goes, okay, I want to do it again and again and again and again and again. So yeah. most of the women who make the big money have a man behind them, not mm-hmm. 99% of the time. The ones who make like the little bits of money, that's just the female attitude. Oh, I can buy gas now. I'll put my phone away. Yeah, they'll, but, buy, um, they'll blow it on bullshit too, of course. Yeah, they'll and they'll blow it on bullshit. Exactly. But um, yeah. yeah, so as a man, there's a huge industry in managing OnlyFans girls and c- mm-hmm. convincing girls to do OnlyFans and managing their accounts. And I teach guys how to do that now because it's one of the things I do. So when I yeah. see all these all these hoes on inst- on Twitter making money on OnlyFans, I don't hate because I'm like, yeah, that's, that bought me a Lambo. What the fuck? Well, you know what it reminds me too? All these little dorks on Twitter, they go after you. They call these girls sluts and this and that. OnlyFans girls, the cam girls you bang, you know, yeah. or that you manage and stuff. But when I look at it, I've, first of all, it's all bullshit when they're making fun of us, I think, yeah. or they're attacking it. But second of all, those girls would walk all over these dudes. 
Oh, I mean, this, well, is, this is literally oh, how they yeah, make money. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's like yeah. you couldn't even you couldn't even fucking you wouldn't even know the first thing to say to this girl in real life. She would fucking just make fun of you and walk all over you. So there's three really interesting points, and, and you got you got yeah. an, an amazing one. One when the guy goes, "Oh, I'd never let my girl." Like they pretend that if they met a cam girl who looks like my cam girls, yeah. they wouldn't fuck her because she's a cam girl. What? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, a fucking is, lie! Look yeah. at a complete yeah. lie. You yeah. find a Barbie doll for the first time in your life, you see a ten, and you're unhappy yeah. with her career choice. Shut the fuck up. And dude, they're awesome in bed too because they're yeah, it's just fucking dope, man. They're savage. And, absolutely. And then there's another point too. A cam girl is less likely to cheat on you, and a cam girl dislikes men mo most and more most girls. She talks to dudes all day every day, simp beta losers. They yeah. lose respect for men by doing their job, which means they end up wanting a real G. Yep. So they're less likely to, to go meet some idiot in a bar who's going to say something to him and then be like, oh, okay, I like you. They're actually harder to fuck because like, I've heard all this before. I usually get paid for this shit. You better yeah. be the man. Like, yep. do you, you know what I mean? So Break, so not, break me, daddy. Fucking yeah, break yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. you don't be a pedophile. <laughs> they need it hard. Yep. You don't be a pedophile cam girls. And then also yep. the third yep. thing about it is people say to me, oh, but your girl's a hoe. She's a cam girl. And I try and say, look, I'd rather my girl be in my bedroom making me thousands of dollars where I know where she is than working in some office where every dude is trying to fuck her. Yep. Like now I know no one can touch my girl. They can pay money and they can see yeah. some titties, but it's different <laughs> from an office in an office. You got guys trying to fuck her and take her out. And she has to be nice to the boss who fancies her and all this. I'm talking, if you have a genuinely hot girl, this is the reality. Yeah. I, I, there's nowhere else. I'd rather have my genuinely hot girl than in my fucking bedroom, making me money. What the fuck I let her out into the world for. Yeah. So people don't really understand the thing. They just want to come at you with some garbage, and it's 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 bullshit, man. I mean, so I, to, I, I, to reiterate I, this point, you're them. saying that it's harder to fuck these cam girls and you know these whatever these girls that these guys call hoes than the average girl because they're so polarized. They have so they're much so fucking attention. Yeah. They have so much attention, and they've dealt with so many men, so many betas, and they've and they've tricked so many betas, and they played mind games with so many betas, and they get paid so much money. Nine times out of ten, you meet a cam girl; she's richer than you. Yeah. The, do you know what I mean? Like these bitches are rich. So you got some rich bad bitch with a, a bunch of men sending her money. Every line in the world's been tried. Millionaires are trying to fly her to Dubai. Everyone's after her, and you're going to go up to her and go, "Hi, I like you," and she's just going to bang you. Is that what you think? It's not yeah. going to happen. It's not like that. Like you, you need to have enough status as a man for these girls to go, "Okay, this guy is he's okay. He's the man." To even get on the radar, yeah, they won't even pay. They just assume you're another fucking chump. Yeah, yeah so they assume you're another payday. They're yeah. like, "Okay, where's my money?" Yep. They, yep. You, they become like that. They become ruthless predators. So they're yeah. not easy to fuck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're, not easy. they're all about the money. They're, they're ruthless, but exactly. Exa I agree 100. Super predators, man. Yeah. Yeah. I banged this porn star years ago. Actually, uh, this is back in like 2016. Before, I mean, cam stuff was going on, but before mm -hmm. it was even there was no OnlyFans yet and shit like yeah. that. She told me she was making 300 grand a year in LA doing a little bit of porn and then a lot of escorting from it. Yep. So it was like an advertising thing. Then the escort, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, she'd yeah. fuck the dudes. Yeah. But it was funny because she she made all this money and I believed her. She was like, "Yeah, I, was, I made like three hundred fifty grand one year, blah blah blah." But then she just fucking blew it all on like drugs and fucking yeah. cars and shit, and had yeah. nothing left in the end. So Pimpin Ken. Of, was, have you ever read the book? Sorry to interrupt. Have you, heard, have you ever read the book by Pimpin Ken? Uh uh. No. Okay, so I'm gonna send you a book. It's okay. a guy called Pimpin Ken who's a street pimp in the '90s, and he wrote a book, uh, Fifty Laws of the Game. And one of the laws of the game is a hoe without instruction is headed for destruction. Yep. And it's true, bro. You can yep. you let these women, you don't have a man telling yep. them what to do. They're going to do the exact dumb shit you just said. The th yep. they'll do dumb shit. They, they don't yep. know anything. Oh, I want to travel the world. Oh, I want seven puppies. Oh, cocaine. They're stupid. They're idiots. They need a man to come along and say, no, bitch, no. Shut up. Give me that money. You go there. 
stay, okay, work tomorrow. Just because today was good doesn't mean tomorrow's a day off. Don't yeah. be fucking lazy. They need instruction. A hoe yeah. without instruction is headed for destruction. Pimp and can. I'll send you the book. But it's yeah. true. Every single law to the game. I read that book after I'd already been in the game for a few years. And it was like, yeah. read my life story. I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah. This <laughs> I learned all this the hard way. It's like, yeah, 100%, man. You know? I think that's true for all women. It's all, That's all women, though. They really need a man in life to lead them, whether they're on a, a cam girl or a fucking wife. Like, they need a man to lead them 100% of the time. But the reason, the reason for that is because without a man to lead them, they're unhappy. And if they're unhappy, you do dumb shit to feel happy. The reason they so run around and yeah. do cocaine and smoke and drink and go party and all is because they're miserable. Because they don't have a man they respect and then they're naturally miserable and then they try and compensate with dumb shit. That's yeah. how it is. But if they have a man they truly love, I say this all the time. When a woman is completely obsessed with her man, she doesn't give a fuck about nothing else. Yep. She yep. truly loves you. She doesn't give a fuck. If I can say to my girl, today we're sitting in, without, we're going we're gonna to watch paint dry for the next week. Yep. Will you watch with me? Yeah, I'll watch with you. Okay. If I'm there, she doesn't give a fuck. She'll watch yeah. paint dry with me for the next two months. You know, if you have a girl who's like, I'm bored, I want to go out, I want to go here, da, da, da. Those are the fucking, then you got to be like, mm, this hoe. But when they're really obsessed with you, they don't care about nothing else. So, yeah. like, yeah. your girl shouldn't, I say this all the time, I get messages on Twitter and people are like, my girl really wants to travel the world. It's like, that's because you ain't fucking her right. If you were yeah. fucking her, she wouldn't want to go nowhere. Yep. She only yeah. wants to see fucking Machu Picchu because you ain't got no dick for her. That's all it is. It's the reality of the game. Dude, I've, I've just seen this so much. I'm like, yeah, this is 100%. True, bro. Yep. It's true. Fuck. So let's talk, about, let's talk about money. Let's talk about wealth. I mean, that, that's uh, you know kind of the title of the show and what I really wanted to focus on. Although the women's yep. stuff's a lot of fun. This is really good shit. Yeah. And people, people need to listen to you. Like, There's so much bullshit in the manosphere, so many con artists and these, these losers. Yep. But I, th- I think you're really savage, man. I knew when I met you and just talking to you, this is a little, just a little bullshit too. Uh, not only like hearing your ideas, but this is a little one-liners and shit you throw out on Instagram to these girls. Like you cheated on me. I'm like, yep, this guy gets it. Yeah, you che- yeah. I use that shit all the time. I love it. Women love yeah. it. Drive- you cheated yeah. on me. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got you got to be interesting. But yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite lines. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like it, I I kind of learned. It's weird. I ended up in the whole red pill space. I never really want. I just came to Twitter to talk shit. You yeah, know, yeah. When, Trump, when Trump went one, and yeah. I lost my verified account, and I've been banned nine times, blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, yeah, my my approach to women has always been how to get money from them. So I've kind of learned the game backward. I've learned the game from a whole different angle. So sometimes I say things, and people are like, "Oh, that's what, you have never heard that before." It's like, yeah, because I've always approached it from a completely different way. Like I wasn't interested. I I'd have sex with women to get their money. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to have sex with them. I was trying to get the money. So, <laughs> like, people didn't understand. They were like, oh, how do you fuck yeah. girls? It's like, that's easy. I don't want, I don't even really want to fuck the girl. I want to know, like, she better love me afterwards. I need to get paid. I got rent. Like, what yeah. the fuck? How so, do I like, use these women to make money? Jesus. That's right. is right. a great but, business model. No wonder you but, make money. But, but, but you know what? The thing is, it's mutually beneficial. Because yeah. people always come at me and go, you're exploiting girls. I say, no, I'm not. I take a waitress yeah. who's making 10 bucks an hour. I give her a mansion to stay in. I give her a good dick and I give her 100 bucks an hour. And then I get 200 bucks an hour for nothing. Win-win. Yeah. Everyone wins. There's no exploitation. Well, it's I not provide- for nothing. You got, you got to provide the dick and the, and the masculinity. I exactly, mean, just, yeah. You got to lose them. Yeah, it's a trade, but, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a trade. trade. <laughs> but I, I provide an opportunity, and they take me up on the opportunity, and they get paid, just like any other job. Here's a job. You get paid X amount. Do you want to do it or not? Like, people always try and, they try and twist it like I'm exploiting or I'm tricking girls. There's no trick involved. I mean, they can walk out the door anytime they want. It's very, yeah. very clear what's what's on offer, and they stay yeah. and they work. They, no, they they, lo- they stay because they love it, not just the money, but they they love it, man. We're also going to get this kind of lifestyle. I mean, exactly. the, yeah, the the boredom is a huge thing for them, and this is very not boring. 
exactly you know, constantly you know getting dicked down and then camming and making you know, all the money and shit and yeah and traveling the world and doing whatever you want and yeah exactly yeah. it's a huge lifestyle upgrade for him so yeah there's no exploitation it's win-win for everybody and i have guys come to me all the time go you're a fucking pimp like i'm supposed to be like no i'm not i'm like yeah i am motherfucker yeah i'm a pimp look at my lambo fuck you so my question is or what i want to focus on is like you've made money in a lot of different ways i mean as a fighter you made some serious yeah. money you know nothing yeah. not millions but seventy-five thousand in fights real money yep you made money in the cam girl business you made yep. money as an entrepreneur teaching men how to not be not be a beta bitch the phd yep. program pimping hose degree you by the way guys you can sign up in the link uh you know purchases uh support redman group 100 percent by the phd program uh, but you've made money a lot of ways. Or even I hear you now on Twitter, you're focusing on starting a casino or a yep. couple of them or something like that. Yep. So where, my question is, where does wealth begin? Because I see you as like having uh, like all the money and the cars and the women. This is interesting. Yep. But I'm much more interested. I think the guys watching are interested in the mindset and the attitude yep. you have, which seems to transfer to a lot of different areas of life. And especially with money, you know, yep. from thinking from entrepreneur, you know, one pursuit to the next. Yeah. OK, so I'll tell you, I'll tell everyone right here, right now how to get fucking rich. I'm okay. going to tell, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how to get rich, and I guarantee most of them ain't going to fucking do it. But here's how you get rich. Yep. If you're a scientist, you never, ever wake up, go into the lab, pour the right chemicals, and fix the problem. That doesn't happen. You go into the lab, you try some shit, it fucks up. You try some new shit, it fucks up. And you keep fucking around until something kind of works. Penicillin was a mold that grew on accident on top of an old experiment. And the dude goes, what's this mold? Oh, it's penicillin. Before you know it, you have antibiotics. So mistakes eventually something goes well so i say this to people look how many ways have you tried to earn money you earn money x way how many other ways have you tried because you need to try a whole ton of ways and you got to make a bunch of mistakes like a like a scientist does to find the thing that works and everyone's heard this before right and then they'll say they have two hurdles to doing that one they're lazy and two they'll say well i have ideas but i don't know how to start or i have ideas but i need money to start so then what you have to do, and this is one of the things I teach on CobraTape.com in my Hustlers University, is you have to look at your business ideas and your plans and find a way to remove the need for money to attempt them. So my philosophy on business is this. Any business in the world that could genuinely work could genuinely work without investment. People get this idea in their head. I need loads of money. Did you start 21 Colin with loads of money? I started with 100 bucks. Exactly. No one come along to you and gave you loads of money. So, and every single business I've tried, I will find a way to launch it for effectively free. And if it starts to make money, then maybe I'll put money in. Or then maybe I have some balance sheet. I can go to an investor and get money. But everyone has this idea they need money first. I'll give you an example. So, like I said, you want to try lots of different things. So let's let's say off the top of my head, you want to try a makeup brand. You're a woman, you want to try a makeup brand. So, a woman will sit there. I've had people come to me and go, Andrew, I want to start a makeup brand. Okay. I need 200 grand. Why? I need to get makeup and I need to get labels. I need to get packaging and I'm going to get it all shipped in and then da, da, I'm going to sell some, blah, blah. That's the wrong way to look at a business. Here's how you start a makeup brand. I say, make a fucking website, get some images of makeup, do your advertising or your marketing or whatever you were going to do, put it on the internet without any makeup in stock and see if you can sell. Because if you start to sell, now you have money. Now you can email each customer and say, sorry for the delay. There's a shipping delay. We're going to give you a free lip gloss. And now you've got money coming in. You can start to source some makeup. If you don't sell anything, then the idea would have never worked in the first place. And you haven't wasted 200 grand on boxes of fucking makeup. Yeah. You can start everything. Do you understand where I'm coming from? There's a, there's a way to start everything. 
without well, actually, money down the drain. This answers my next my next question was going to be, what's the litmus test you use to evaluate deals? Because I'm sure you have a lot of deals thrown at you all the time. Every day. Every day. It's, it's really, I, I like what you're saying a lot because you're saying if you can't start it for free, then you, you, shouldn't, you don't deserve any money anyway. You're going to blow it. You're going to blow it. They're trying to offload responsibility on, on you or an investor is what they're yep. doing, I think. That's exactly yeah. what they want to do. And they want a nice office and they want to fucking pay their personal bills and they want to go to the office and feel like the big man with their investment. See, everyone yeah. has this idea now because tech companies raise billions and have no yeah. profit forever and then turn into like a super billion trillion like TikTok and all this shit. That's not yeah. real world. You're not going to invent some TikTok app, okay? That's one in a – you have a better chance of winning the lottery. And in, in reality, if you have a good idea and it will make money, you can find a way to do it for effectively free, especially yeah. with an online business. I said this before. If you want to sell something online, do all the marketing you were going to do, get the website up, and see how many you sell. Worst case, you send the money back. But then you can come to me and say, look, I sold 400 of these. I didn't have the money to get made, but I sold 400. If I had a made, I could have made this much profit. You, you can come at me with something. Instead of saying, I need a million dollars and I want to get this shit made, and then I'm going to try and sell it. It's, it's the wrong way around. So once you understand that no matter any business you can, you can attempt with hard work and no money, then you get to do what a scientist did. Well, now I can try everything. And before you know it, something's going to stick and you're going to start making some money. It's really that simple. And I say this to people all the time and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go back to bed. Yeah. But, but that's the reality of it. And in, in, on CobraTech.com, I sell Hustlers University, which is 100 lessons. And what I just told you is one of the lessons. But it's very, very simple. If you can approach entrepreneurship from that perspective if you can approach it from that perspective then you get to try a whole bunch of shit and you don't lose i say this to my i say this to people all the time if you don't blow money it's very hard to fuck up like what's the, okay you start a company and you don't blow your money what's the worst that can happen you close they don't, they don't want to face the risk of uh, the failure and rejection, the emotional. That's what it is. Because they're pussies. Yeah, they're pussies. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, but if you don't give a shit and you're just all about the money, then what's the worst that can happen if you don't blow money? Nothing bad can happen yeah. to you. Like nothing, literally nothing bad can happen. People just have this idea, well, if I only had 100 grand, I could. I'm like, listen, you know, if, you, if you could do this idea of yours, you wouldn't need 100 grand to do it. I started Cam Girls with fucking nothing. You started 21 Kong with nothing. You speak yep. to most people who started businesses, they started with nothing. Yep. But everyone has this. It's the tech industry that's given everyone this dream of this seed investment garbage and we'll operate at zero profit for eight years and then we're going to make money. Come on, fuck off. It's the yeah. So, and th this, is the, this is the first thing about making money. And the second thing about making money is, is a very simple thing, man. People don't think about money. I'd like when I was broke, all I thought about was money. If I was in a coffee shop, I was sitting in the coffee shop with my coffee and I was looking around at all the other people in the coffee shop. How many people are in here? Who bought cake? What's the average spend? How much is the rent here? How much is that member of staff? Do they sell sandwiches? No, they don't sell sandwiches. Why not? Oh, most of the people in here are men, businessmen. Why is the waitress not attractive? The waitress is a fat bitch. Why is that? Hmm, if I was next door, would I make more money if I did this, this, and this? How much would it cost to do that? That was how my brain was. If I, all I talked and thought about was money. Hmm. The only people I hung around with talked about money. When I sit down with my friends, they'd be like, how are you making money today? Well, I'm selling drugs. How are you making money today? I'm selling Viagra to old dudes. How are you making money today? Well, I'm, I'm going to go rob a motherfucker. I, I knew the worst people in the world. But, they, but all they did was talk about money. Yeah. So it, it, I didn't sit around and talk about anything else. I didn't think about anything else. I've attempted so many things. And the truth is, about half of them made me some money. But when I discovered Cam, I knew I discovered the golden fucking egg. But yeah. before that, I tried so many different things. I was always finding, I always had a way to find money. Well, I mean, you, weren't I, afraid to, you weren't afraid to fail, but it sounds like good courage. Yeah, I didn't give a yeah. shit. 
I, I, mean, gonna, like, I was going to ask as well, like, what's the relationship between you being a fighter and you being an entrepreneur? And the link to me, just hearing you talk, seems to be the will and courage. You have the will to fight, the will to, to experiment, the will to succeed, and the will to fail, and then keep going and going and going. Is absolutely. that accurate? Uh, that's absolutely accurate. I think another thing about fighting to teach you is that it's kind of all or nothing. So um, my view to money always was I either want to be a multimillionaire or I don't want to work at all. So my view is very much like I'd rather have my freedom and train and just bang girls on the beach in Thailand and live off 20 bucks a day so I could afford noodles than work and be some middle income, you know, go to work every day, sit on the sit on the motorway. I can pay my bills. I don't have much left. I'd rather it was all or nothing for me. It's the same with fighting. You either win or you lose. I either want to have it all or I didn't want to play the game. I didn't want to play the game. of I didn't want to be in the middle. So for that. I was always prepared to do sacrificial shit. I was always prepared to go crazy or, or try a crazy idea because like I, I had to pull something off. Like people would say, I got offered all the time. Hey man, you can come. I got offered in Oslo. You can come and you can train people at our gym and it's three grand a month and you get a free apartment. And you get to live in Norway and there's hot girls and you get to hold pads and you can still train. And I was still like, nah, no, no, I don't want to work. I still got a job. No, I don't want to fucking hold pads with some dickhead. No, yeah. I'd rather, I want freedom and freedom either comes from being completely broke or rich. <laughs> that's freedom this anything in between is a form of slavery so yeah. i was always trying to jump between the two and sometimes i had a whole bunch of money and sometimes i had nothing <clears throat> and then it kind of worked out well and i've, I've ended up yeah. on this side but that, that's how it was, it was Dude, i've been crazy. through the same thing man like yeah the yin yang and the, the tidal waves of this shit up and down broke really you know wealthy and yep. all that stuff yeah and, and, and most people who, most people who make it in the end when you talk to the big boys they've everyone's been through the same shit yep. i've been bankrupt I was rich. I was bankrupt. I was rich. It's how it goes. And, and, and it's just about having that mental resilience. Like I know if I lost everything today, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'd just be like, oh, time to work. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine it. you. I can't imagine you like, Oh my God, save me. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, save me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. You can't be like that. You just gotta be like, okay, yeah. let's fucking knuckle down. Let's get some hose. Get some I mean, is, is that like a fight? Have you ever lost a fight? Yeah. I mean, I've, lost, I've lost fights. And, and is that and, similar? Yeah, it is similar. And losing a fight is the worst thing in the world. That is the closest I've ever been to feeling depression. You walk through life and you're the fucking man. And then some dickhead from Dagestan beats you. It's like it's taking your ego. It's taking your pride. It takes your soul. Nothing can make you feel better. Pussy doesn't make you feel better. Money doesn't make you feel better. Losing a fight is the worst feeling in the world. But the only thing that will make you better is getting in there and and beating someone else up afterwards. Hmm. But that's the only possible way to feel good. Why do you think that is? Because you could have died or your brain thinks you could have died or something like that? Because there's something, yeah, there's something primal about the idea that a dude has beaten you up. Yeah. It's primal. It's like he he beat you up like that because the bottom line of of all encounters is violence. I still believe this. I don't give a fuck if if me and you are arguing and you outsmart me and you say a bunch of sarcastic comments and make me look stupid and then I smash your jaw into the other side of your face. I still win. Yep. Who, right. who gives a fuck? Like, yep. you know, like it doesn't matter. Violence is the bottom line. Violence is the common denominator. Well, sticks and, and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But exactly. fists do. But fists, fists do. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, and as much as people don't understand it or will deny it, men still operate in a combative nature. I know that if I walk in a room, people can smell I can fight and, and, and I, can, I will see more eyes on me in a, a nervous disposition from men, they'll be a bit more like, well, who's this guy? Than if I wasn't me. I see yes, a normal yeah. guy come in, no one cares. I walk, me and Tristan walk in together, they're like, oh, whoa, who the fuck are these? Because we're two big dudes, and, and something about the way we walk, they can probably tell, you can smell it a bit, 
And like, we're all primal, we're primal creatures. So yeah, when I you saw go, you tweet the other day, you said uh, it takes a killer to spot a killer or something. Absolutely. Like 100%. Yeah. I, I've said this before. I've been in the club and a guy's walked in and I've tapped Tristan's shoulder and I've pointed. Like, I can tell by how he fucking walks that guy can fight. And two hours later, he's kicking the fuck out of all four security guards. I can see it. Like, it's weird. It's almost like when you fight, you can tell a fighter by the way they walk. And I don't, even I can't tell you how. There's just something about it. You can hmm. see it. I was like, I knew that guy had hands. I just fucking knew it. So there's something. So when you go through life and you feel like, a, and you're like the lion, and then you lose, it's like yeah. a, it's just like a self image crisis. Hmm. You know, it's like a big. It's like it's like a self image crisis. Identity. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. Am I am I who I think I am? Am I full of shit? Who is this idiot? How did he win? You start to struggle with loads of things. But the only thing you can do is just be a man about it and get up and fucking go fight again. But then every fight afterwards is scarier. Because you just, you know, you lost. You've had a taste of reality. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to be brave when you're undefeated. Yep. But when you start losing, then you're like, oh, fuck. Like, well, it's part scared. of it sounds like it's part of learning about yourself as a man, too. And in business, I think that's that's been my experience. And I, it sounds like that's been yours as well. You learn about this shit as you go up and down with it. Yep, absolutely. And, and you're going to struggle and there's going to be times, but you're just going to see, look, am I a warrior or not? Some people ain't cut out for it. Some people yeah. can't deal with the stress. I say this all the time. Your, the, your ability to deal with stress, the amount of stress you can deal with as an individual is directly correlated to your success level. Hmm. If you can deal with stress all day, you're going to be successful. If you collapse under stress, you're not going to be successful. There's no way to the top without stress involved and bullshit and things going wrong. The virus has fucked your convention up. It's fucked my casinos up. Like, who saw this coming? Nobody. Like, it's just, this is life. You're either ready for it and you're either going to, you know, be a man about it or you're going to be a little bitch. But if you're a little bitch, then you're never going to succeed in anything in life, money or anything else. So it is what it is. Well, here's my next question. This is a good follow-up. So... There's a, I think there's a, there could be a difference between creating wealth and finding it, you know, generate, generating it and keeping it and maintaining yeah. it. So is there a distinction between those two creating wealth versus keeping it over time? Because yeah. obviously you got the ups and downs of business and life and shit, but yeah. people can also take, you know, there's predators, there's women, yeah. there's men, people can take your shit. Yeah. So what's the mindset difference between those two or the, or the difference between those two creating it versus keeping it? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that, uh, <clears throat> it depends how you're making it in the first place. So I've always kind of been focused on cash flow, money in. So my philosophy is money in. So I spend a lot of money. I'm not a, a fru- I'm not a frugal man at all. I, I blow money. But as long as my income... Dude, is- you're so beta. You blow money on women, bro? What the fuck, bro? You buy girls <laughs> oh, dinner? What the fuck, Ooh, dude? I know. Crazy. <laughs> um, but if, 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 uh, if, if I know my income is secure, I don't give mm. a fuck. If I know I'm going to get 100 grand next week, I'll blow 100 grand today. Because I know it's coming, so I don't care. That's how my attitude to money is. So one is how secure is your cash flow? Like, do you have a cash flow that's genuinely secure? I, I am lucky with webcam, but girls, because I know it is most, one of the most secure industries of the world. Yes. Recession proof, virus proof, pandemic proof, Christmas, New Year, 365, 24 days. You come at me with some bullshit. There are girls online and there are dudes sending them money. Yep. So I'm quite lucky with that. It's probably through the roof right now, right? I mean, it's, it's got to be double, way up. Double. Yeah. I got girls making $2,000 a day. Wow. Yeah, for nothing. There's a hundred percent margin. Yeah. So um, yeah. So um, it's good from that perspective. That's one thing. But another thing in regards to protecting your wealth, I think a lot of that's common sense, and a lot of that's ruthlessness. And I know it's not easy in the West because, like, you have women and they can take your stuff and blah blah blah. Litigation to lawyers and shit, all kinds of bullshit. But this is another thing I teach in my Hustlers University courses. A hundred lessons. Another lesson I teach is 
you got to make sure you feed yourself. So it's easy when you get a baby like your business and your company and you love your baby. You need to reinvest in it. Of course you do. But there has to come a point where you look at the balance sheet and go, you know what? The business is going to struggle a little bit, but I'm going to take this five grand. I'm going to put it in my bank so that this all goes fucked. I still have that five grand. Hmm. So I had a couple companies in the past where I fucked up, where I was turning over. I ran an advertising agency, a TV advertising. I don't even talk about this. I ran a TV advertising agency when I was 20. So I was working for, I, I got a job selling TV advertising and I turned out to be a really good salesman within the first few months. And the, the best salesman quit to start his own company and took me with him, convinced me to be a partner in this new company. So at 20, I own an advertising agency. So we were turning over money, but we were robbing Peter to pay Paul. So like we were doing deals, but they were selling too cheap to get them in. And the only way we could pull the deal off and get them on TV was to land a new deal. So we were bringing in new money and paying for old shit. So we were in a, we were in a death spiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and the whole time I was in a death spiral, we were in a death spiral for about two years. We were pulling it off for like two years. And we turned over like $3 million, which is, you know, money. But we were so busy trying to perpetuate and keep this death spiral alive that when it all went tits up, we finished broke. It all went down with broke. And if I knew then what I know now, I would have just every single week out of that death spiral, I would took a couple thousand and goes, this is fucked anyway. So <laughs> take that. Okay, I'll do the best I can with what's left. Okay, take that. We'll do the best. So when it all goes down, I can go, well, I got half a mil. So whatever yeah so that's another thing you gotta be prepared for you gotta be prepared for that you know you gotta say all right well the, why does the business exist because i created it so the business needs to look after me as much as i need to look after the business mm. and then there's another thing a part of it is the one thing people do too much especially with women is talk look i my girls don't know how much money i make these are girls i've been with for years and they don't know anything. I mean, and these are girls who work on cam and they see their own money, but they don't know what the other girls make. They don't know what the casino makes me. They don't know what I'm making on courses. These girls don't know what I make and I will never fucking tell them. Why would I need to brag to pussy I'm already fucking? Like, well, well like, put. Well put. Well, why? No hey, hey, what, dude, Dudes come home. Hey, baby, I landed that really big deal, baby. And I landed that big contract, baby. Yeah. If I was him, I'd be like, listen, you're already fucking that bitch. Land the contract. Take that money, put it in a separate fucking bank account in your brother's name in case that hoe tries a fucking divorce, and then yeah. you got something set. Like, just shut up. People they probably feel they feel money. worthless. Probably is why they're doing it. They don't feel like they, they want to prove it. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it, it's you need to if, if your woman's already in check and she really loves you, then she really doesn't care about money as much as you think. So a lot of guys need to learn to shut up and put things aside. I yeah. look if, if if I lived in the West and I had to go through a divorce, I can guarantee fucking to you, and I'm saying this on video. My woman would leave with nothing. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. She would leave with nothing. I would set it all on fire before I gave her a fucking penny. You want to suck yeah. new dick on my money? No yep. fucking way. Yep. And I don't care what it takes. I'll go jail. I'll put it all into Bitcoin and send it all around the world. I'll give it to my brother. I'll fucking put it in a big pile and light it on fire. Don't give a shit. You ain't Joker's, getting a fucking Joker lick. style. Joker yeah, you style. ain't getting a lick from me. And yep. most men aren't militant enough. Most men just collapse to the system. Mm, mm, mm. I said, look, if yeah, your wife yeah. wants to leave you and you've got millions, you love America that much, fuck that. Move to Thailand. Don't fuck herself. That's what, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing those games. So, but one of the biggest things men can do, especially for protecting their wealth, because the one thing that's going to steal it from you is, is women. You need to have a whole bunch put away they don't know about. I don't care how much you love your wife. Get another bank account. What the fuck's wrong with you? And shut yeah. up. That's what you need to do. But that's people don't, they don't think ahead and then it goes wrong. Yeah, it's good advice. I mean, in my marriage, uh, divorcing from years ago, I walked out, not only I lost no money, first of all, 
because I had this kind of mindset. I was younger. I, it wasn't yeah. as developed as it is now, but I had that. I lost no money. I walked away cash positive. Yeah. And she got jack shit. That's how it's got to be. Yeah, it's how it's going to be. Yeah. How else can it be that? This is what I mean. Yeah. The, the whole Western system is broken. And the reason yeah. it's broken is primarily because of this bullshit. Women can do whatever they want. They can rape you for money. But yeah. it's a system I hate so much. I left. That's how much yeah. I hate. Because I'm American, and I was like, no, this is bullshit, bye. Yeah, you grew up in Indiana, right? I grew up in Indiana, yeah. Yeah. In Indiana, and I moved to London. It was the same game, so I moved again. But the the point is, there's still certain things you can do as a man to protect yourself. One of the best things you can do is shut up. Just shut up. Stop telling her. She doesn't know what your paycheck is unless you tell her, especially if you're on a commission job or you've got your own business or you're running construction. Tell her you're broke. Tell her you're about to go bankrupt. You could be doing – you could have your best year in business ever. You could come home every day and go, I'm really struggling. It's really hard. I'm working extra hours. It's really hard. Okay, baby, love you. You could be putting millions away. She doesn't fucking know. Like, just why are you telling her for? Most men just just want to brag too much to their own fucking chicks, and it's stupid. The yeah. woman needs to love you regardless of whether you have money or not. If you feel like you need to brag to your chick for her to not leave you, then you got bigger problems than than fucking money. You got you got a bigger problem coming. I can go to yeah. my woman today and say I am broke. We are on the street, and she will sleep next to me. I know she will. You know, and she's and she's fucking smoking. So if you're really like, oh, I have to prove to my wife I got the big check. Why? That's that's yeah. some kind of issue you got in your relationship. That's yeah, super unattractive too. They're gonna fucking hate it. They're gonna go yeah. fucking cheat. Is what they're gonna do? Yeah, it's it's just it's just unnecessary. It's just yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and and protecting your wealth is 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 that. And then there's there's other things I talk about. Sorry to keep plugging, but there's other things Sorry. I talk about and other things I talk about in Hustlers University about where I put my money, how to hide it, et cetera, et cetera. Cryptocurrency, I talk a lot about that because I think it's revolutionary. I believe in it. And I believe in it because I'll tell you what will make you believe in crypto. If you ever try and send a million dollars, which I've done, through a bank, you will see the levels of bullshit you have to go through. It's my money that I made, and I'm sending it to somebody. And I have to go through weeks of papers and questions and garbage, and it bounces back, and it's blocked, and new pieces of paper, and letters from tax authorities, and interviews, and Whereas with Bitcoin, I press two buttons, it costs me 35 cents, and it's done in three minutes. And there's too many people, there's too many people with a lot of money who are tired of banks. That's why Bitcoin will never go to zero, because there's too many people with a bunch of money who do not want to be doing, playing these games, whether they're criminals or even if they're legit. They just don't like, well, I'm trying to move my money, you're giving me questions, fuck, fuck you. That's why Bitcoin will never go to zero. So I talk a lot about crypto and where to put money and all those kind of things and how to hold on to wealth. But in reality, man, it's, it, a lot of it's just about cash flow. If you can secure a good cash flow, you'll be fine. If I said to you right now, I guarantee you 100 grand a month every single thir- on the first of every month for the rest of your life, guaranteed, how are you going to go broke? You can't. You're always going to eat because yeah. you get paid. So as long as you're getting paid, you're okay. So that's another thing to consider as well. To secure your wealth, secure your cash flow. If you can secure that, bang, and you don't need to save money. If you know for sure, then you're, then you're done. Next question. Let's follow up with this. Relationship between body and wealth. Can you be a fat fuck and still get wealth? And what's what's the relationship between these two? That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> so I'm I'm a, I'm a firm but I'm a firm believer in the in the physical realm. I'm a fighter. Okay, so I was a fighter. So I I believe in physicality. Physicality is a is an is always an option in my mind. Like we're we're having an argument. We're having a disagreement. It always crosses my mind, at least. Can I smash your face in? Oh, yes, I can. Okay, so let's continue to talk. But I've, thought, I've already analyzed it, and I've already decided that I could do it if I wanted to. So physicality, I live in a physical world. And for that reason, I believe physicality is important. And for that reason, I understand that physical capability is important. 
I don't believe the mind and the body can be separated completely. I don't think that's possible. And I think the stronger your body is, the stronger your mind is going to be. Hmm. So whether it's business, whether it's women, whether it's anything else, I think if you have a strong body, you're going to have a stronger mind. I don't see how. There's two reasons for that. One, because creating a strong body takes discipline. So it trains your mind. And two, how can you have a strong body that's so resilient if you're, and, and have a weak mind? I mean, maybe you do. I've known a bunch of dudes who do a bunch of steroids and they cheat their way to the top and yeah, yeah, down, yeah. down their pussies. But if and you're doing women, like, women fucking walk all over them. You see that? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you see that a lot. But I'm talking about if you do it legit like I did. I'm the, I've never taken a steroid in my life. Never cheated. You know, I just fucking trained hard. You train hard, you're going to learn discipline. And, and discipline's always going to help you. And I believe that the link between the two is strong. And I also believe that you know, like men and women have very different experiences of the world. Yeah. And people very often think, I hear a lot of people say, oh, women are lucky or life's easy as a woman. I think being a woman would be a disaster. I think, oh, I think being a woman would be shit. Because the only thing that matters and the only happiness you can derive truly as a woman is through a man anyway. You need a man you love and you need his kids. Because without that, you're a miserable bitch. Instagram won't make you happy. Being a hoe won't make you happy. All the Gucci in the world won't make you happy. You're still fucking miserable. So, but as a man, you can be happy regard without some chick. You, I mean, you can just be fucking random chicks. You don't need a chick you're obsessed with. You can just be fucking random hoes, and you can be strong, and you can be rich. You can push your Lambo, hang with your boys. Like life is good as a man. I think it's better than a woman, but only if you're the man. Being a man is shit. Being the man is great, and part of being the man is looking like the man, and the man is strong. It's the reality. The man is strong. I say, imagine the man. He's strong. So I think, yeah, there's absolutely a link with the discipline aspect, but there's also a link for your happiness. And happiness and happiness is energy. Like people say, I lack motivation. I say it's because you're unhappy. I need if you need if you want motivation to push hard in your business, if you were happy and excited every day, you'd work harder. So how do you become happy and excited? Well, you have to be the man. How do you be the man? We've got to be strong. Ta-da. It's all linked. It com- comes down to you. Yeah, it comes down to you. Yeah. yeah, it's all linked. So if you wake up every day and look in the mirror and go, I'm strong as a fucking, I'm strong as an ox. Look at this. I'm built like a, like Hercules. I'm about to go make some fucking money. Yeah. That's different than waking up and going, ah, a breath out the shower and shit. You know what I'm saying? So there is definitely a link. There's abs- I think physicality is linked to everything. I don't think you can deny that. Physicality is linked to everything in your mind. Hmm. I, I, I couldn't be me if I wasn't so fucking strong. I couldn't. I couldn't be me. I know I'm an objectively strong man and it makes me happy. So Fuck yeah. Next question. What is the dumbest thing you've ever seen in business someone do? Uh, in any kind of business deal. Uh, it could be related to with women. It could be, you know, business to business, business to customer. That's the dumbest shit you've ever seen. That's a good question. I, I, that's a really good question. I don't know what the dumbest shit. I've seen a you've lot. You've probably of seen some dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a lot of dumb shit. But you, you know what? Some yeah. besides, we're going to talk about women because I think women are the biggest aspect. But besides women, I've seen a lot of dumb shit that also had like uh, every cloud has a silver lining. So you can do some dumb shit, but it can be so polarizing that it ends up meaning your fans love you more and your haters hate you more. But who cares? Your fans love you more. And your haters yeah. are never going to pay money anyway. Yep. Or uh, like I had a business. So anyway, let's talk about the TV advertising agency. So the TV advertising agency I had, the guy I ran away to start the agency with turned out to be a fucking coke addict and spent a thousand dollars a week on coke. Now he was burning through the bank account on cocaine, destroying it. I've never tried cocaine in my life. He was killing it on coke, but that made him excellent closer because he needed money today. 
That's the, he was like, no. I was like, oh, I've got this client. They want to do business next week. He's like, no, today. I was like, no, but they already said they don't have money till next week. He goes, no, we're going to call them. I'm going to find a way to make them send money today because it's the fucking Friday and I'm going out and I got this bitch and she likes Coke and I like Coke. And I want money today. So although it was a detriment, he, in many ways, he taught me a lot about sales. He was like, nah, call them up, promise the got I got 30% of the money today. See, I got some money today. Like he was that guy because of his, because of his, his uh, downside. So there's a whole bunch of, you know, stupid shit that have a silver lining. The only yeah. thing that doesn't have a silver lining is, is fucking up with women. I say this all the time, man. Women affect everything about a man's life. Mm. Everything. Your business, your physicality, your happiness. If you don't have a good relationship with women, you're going to have a miserable life. It doesn't matter who you are. If, you, if, you, if your woman's treating you like shit every day you go home. You're, no sports cars can make you happy. No jobs can make you happy. It's going to eat your soul. It's going to eat your soul. Yeah, absolutely. So I say the biggest mistake a man can make in business is advertise his woman troubles. So I've, I've had a few times guys come to me and be like, I want to start this business. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, we're talking about stuff. And I'm like, okay, let's meet here this time. Oh, you know, the wife will moan. Can we meet earlier? And I'll sit and go, so you want me to go into business with you, but your wife tells you what time you're allowed to leave the house? And you want me to trust you with half my business? Like, no, no, that to me, that's a red flag. Yep. I was like, like, no, no, no. This, this is a fucking divorce. Get involved in my business bullshit waiting to happen. Yep. Like, you can't control your chick and then you want to make money. He's like, not even in command of his own life. You're not in command yeah. of your own life. And who the fuck is this bitch to tell me what time I can have my business meeting? She's sucking my dick. I said this time. I don't fucking know her. So too many dudes are like advertising. I think one of the biggest things you can do and, and, and you need to keep clear in, in business, they say keep it separate from your personal life. And it doesn't mean you have to be completely separate. But in regards to the fact, you can't be, I know loads of fucking top level salesmen in London, but they were, oh, they thought it was like funny. Oh, got to be home for the wife and all this shit. And it was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. It's you're a dickhead and you're pathetic. And I don't think you should be doing that kind of thing. It's like if I had a business to run and my woman complained, she could fuck off. You know, I have yeah. to make money. So that's how it's got to be. So some of the dumbest shit I've seen has been female related. But yeah. most dudes do dumb shit with females in and out of business, man. Most dudes yeah. are just fucking useless with chicks. It's interesting so, you say, though, with women, because uh, Donald Trump and his old books he's written back in the 90s and 2000s says the same thing. At the end of the day, there's a lot of mistakes you can make in business, but women and fucking up that part of your life, you know, divorce and anything else. You know, of course, we have Me Too bullshit nowadays, too. Yeah, yeah which fucking, yeah, fucking ruin you, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. it here. Yeah. Because women, look, it doesn't matter. You, you can be Jeff motherfucking Bezos. And yeah. who, who fucked with him? Who dealt? Who? There was one human alive who could dent his wealth. Yep. And, and she did it. Even Trump himself passing laws against Amazon could not dent his wealth like that bitch. Because he sells yeah. all around the world. There yeah. was one person in the, on the planet who could dent his wealth considerably. And she did. She got billions, I think, too, right? Well, it's crazy. She's like the richest woman in the world. Yeah. That's the sucking dick. Yep. Jesus. But yeah. this is what I mean. You go, you go have your shit together, especially with females. Too many guys don't have their shit together. I've seen this with fighting all the time. I'd see fighters who were dedicated and hardworking, dangerous men get a new girlfriend. Oh, I'll, I'll change my training hours. I need to finish earlier. Yeah, but the other professionals aren't there till later, so you can't spar the good guys. You're going to be sparring the shit guys. Oh, yeah, but, you know, blah, my girlfriend, I pick her up from the train station. Okay, cool. Get, get over six months of not sparring the killers like me and sparring the pussies. Then he gets in the ring, gets the fuck kicked out of him. Then his girl leaves him. The fuck was that? Like, I've seen it time and time again. People fucking make these accommodations for females. 
And, and the woman's ruthless. If you make an accommodation and you lose your job or you lose your fight, she's gone anyway. Yeah, immediately. So, so what, what, the, what the fuck are you doing? People often say to me, hey, man, how did you get red pilled? And I say, I got red pilled because I was a fighter. I have to fight. Oh, but I want you to take me here. Camp, training. Oh, but I want you to take me here. Fuck off then. Bye. I was just dedicated to my craft. That, that, that's all that red pilled me. I refused to take shit. That's all yeah. it was. And, and, and I saw so many other guys co- like compensate and fucking ruin their careers. Yeah. In, in fighting, you lose one fight. That's your chance. That was your big shot. It's done. Like you can't, and you're going to fucking go, tr- leave early to pick up some bimbo from a train station. Like you're a fucking taxi. But man, it's, it'll fuck up your business. It'll fuck up your fight career. It'll fuck up your whole fucking life. It's, it's too easy to do. You've got to be on the ball. I'm not saying hate women. I'm not saying be anti-woman. You just got to be like, okay, she loves me because I'm me. I became me because of X, Y, Z. Now she's going to complain because she's a female and she has a low IQ, but I refuse to compensate. I'm going to continue with X, Y, Z because that's who I am. She doesn't like it. She can fucking go. It sounds like, uh, if I'm interpreting this correctly, not only is it dangerous to be shitty with women and have that part of your life, it can ruin many parts of your life. It sounds like it's a really good thing to be good with women and that, that having women, the females in your head and then in your life, like set straight, that can really benefit you. How can Oh, absolutely. So let's look. So let's talk about, we're getting to the political aspect quickly. Why in London are Muslims so rich? I'll tell you why. The Muslims own all of London because their women are in check. So I I had a Muslim friend when I used to go to college and he drove a Ferrari and he was 19 and he worked in a chicken shop. He was making like a thousand bucks a month. And I was like, how the fuck do you have a Ferrari when you're making a thousand bucks a month? He goes, well, what happens is this. I have a wife at 19. I have a wife and my four brothers have wives. And my mom and all five women stay in the house and they cook and clean and provide for us men. And then us men, our only job is to go out and make money. And then we put all our money together and then we buy properties and buy expensive cars and we share them. So, and then he said to me, he goes, the problem with white people, you said it, the problem with white people is if you were in my family with five people or five brothers, you'd go rent a place because you want your own space to fuck your girl and you'd go rent a place and you'd go rent a place and you'd all be paying separate rents and you wouldn't pool your money and you couldn't live in one house because all the women would li- wouldn't like each other or the men would argue and the women would want to look after the men. He goes, so, you, so all your assets are divided and scattered. So you can't and make money. And that's before all getting divorced too. And that's they're before getting divorced. Get that's divorce right. They're not going to get divorced either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have women in check, it's yeah. absolutely a massive benefit. I can wake up in the morning and say the first words out my mouth. I can wake up coffee. It's the first thing I say, not, Hey baby, coffee. She'll get up. She'll make me coffee. I'll come out to a clean house and I can sit down with my coffee and start making money. That's it. If I had to be like, Hey baby, are you okay, baby? Oh, you're in a bad mood today. Oh, let me cheer you up. Oh, let me make you a drink. You should do like a comedy video, like about this being a bitch. Like, oh, baby. <laughs> how, the, how the fuck am I going to get paid if I'm doing that shit? Yeah. So having women in check is absolutely a huge, it's a huge advantage to your life because mm. I don't agree with MGTOWs. As, as, a, as a man, you need feminine energy. I'm telling you now, I say this, if you're sick, let's say you get the flu, everyone, every once in a while you get sick, you know, when you're fucking dying, you're sick. You want a woman, make me tea, massage my head, I'm dying. You need women around you and you want women who love you, but you don't want to deal with all their shit. So it's just getting the fucking, the balance right. You do need women around you, but you need to be good with them so they love you and they respect you and let you do your things as a man. I know that's not easy, but that's what I teach. I never say to guys, look, give up on yeah. chicks. It's the wrong way. You need chicks. And but, if you don't have your shit together, yeah, they'll destroy you. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're ruthless. But, you know, yeah. that's your, that should be all the motivation in the world to have your shit together. Yep. Shouldn't it? Like, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I fuck beautiful women. 
So if I have to have my shit together to fuck beautiful women, that's fine by me. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll get my shit together. Fine. All right, yeah. my shit together. Okay, come here. So it's it's good for me. But yeah, having your stuff together with women's massive advantage. And Muslims prove this. Their shit's together completely. So yeah, well, women will fuck your life up. Uh, just one more point on that. People say to me all the time, I wish I was close with my brother like I am with you and Tristan. But you know, uh, da, da, da. and if I talk to him a little bit, it always comes down to, well, my wife doesn't like, okay. So you chose some bitch above your brother because your wife doesn't like you and your brother going to the bar. And then you want to ask me, how do you get close with your brother? You chose the pussy. You chose the woman. Now, if you get in a car crash, only another man can drag you from a flaming car. Your woman's just going to stand there and scream while you burn. Yeah. But your brother, because he wants to go to the bar and your woman doesn't like it, you chose the woman of your brother. And then you want to ask me how to become close with your brother. I don't give a fuck how big your tits are. If you come to me and say, I don't like you living with Tristan, I'm going to pull Barry, I'll be like, cool. Well, you can either accept it or you can fuck off because there is 0% chance of me not living with him to live with you. Zero. Right. Bros before Flat hoes, man. Zero. Flat bros zero. Literally yeah. bros before hoes in your case. What the fuck am I? Yeah, it's flat zero. <laughs> so this is the choice most men make. Most men choose the pussy above their 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 boys. And they're like, oh, how do I get a good relationship with my brother? Why have I not got a team I can rely on? Because as soon as there's some titties in your face, you sacrifice your team. Yeah. I'm going to sacrifice my team for any girl on fucking earth. I don't care who you are. Try me. Send me the most famous bitch alive, and I'll put the screenshots on Twitter. Turn it to fuck yeah. I don't care. Yep. I don't care. It's a good attitude, man. I like it. I uh, try to practice. I try to practice the same in my life. It's good. It's the only way to be, though. But it's the only way to be yeah. because because especially when it comes to male relationships, your male friendships are they're the ones who are actually going to be there for you unconditionally. Hmm. Women never. Women are always going to have conditions to some degree. Your boys are there for you. You know, your probably boys because be they're they're dependent on you. They have to have those conditions. If you, Absolutely. You can't provide them. You can't put to get put. If your shit's not together, they can't fucking count on you either. Yep. The evolution. Yeah, they're programmed. They're programmed. They're evolutionarily programmed. Is this the best I can do? And it's not a bad thing. This is how they're programmed. That's how they work. And you can use that against them like I do. I I completely hack the matrix and use it against them. All the women want the biggest, baddest fucking millionaire athlete, and then they end up on webcam. So it's fine with me. So you can use it against them the same. But absolutely, I know my brother is there no matter what. If I go broke, if I go poor, this, that, I kill someone, I fucking, no matter what happens, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm here, whatever. I can send him all my money today. And I know the reason I know for a fact he will never rob me is because I know for a fact no woman will ever get in his head. Mm. This is the thing with most dude. If you if think of a dude you can't trust, and if you think you can't trust, the reason probably is because if he had a pair of titties in front of him, he'd fucking become a complete coward. Yep. Most dudes you can't trust are fucking butter around chicks. Yep. How can you trust a man who will see a pair of tits and be like, "I love you, I love you so much"? Then you can't trust him. Uh, the only the only guys I can trust are the real G's who tell the women to fuck off all day. Yep. That, that's all that's all you got left. You, you, because you can't trust a man if he's gonna fucking bend for some ass. He ain't worth shit. So yep. how it is. Well put, man. Uh next question. The world's in crisis right now, right? We have this pandemic. Hoax or not, you know, yeah. how much of it's true numbers, all the bullshit, right? It's comp- yeah. complex. But the world's in crisis. What is the average chump not seeing right now? Like there's definitely yeah. opportunity and OnlyFans is a good example. But yep. beyond that, the stock market, Bitcoin, there's yep. a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So what is it? What does the average guy need to know right now? Okay. So there's three things to this. One, the world is on sale. Now the problem with this is that it's only beneficial if you already have money. 
So for people like me, I have money. I'm very lucky in times like this because the world's on sale. Because there's two kinds of rich people. You have rich people who are asset rich and rich people who are cash rich. Yeah. So you have people who own lots and lots of properties, but they're fucked right now because the values have gone down and all their properties are mortgaged. Grant, so Grant, uh, Grant, Grant Cardone. Cardone. Yeah, good yep. example. Yeah. Grant Cardone, yeah. Like... Famous guy, and now he's fucked. Yeah, I always suspected too. I was like, this guy doesn't have liquid cash, man. Like something bad happens, like he's gonna lose it. Real estate's always like that, man. Yep, it is. And I hope yeah. he listens. I hope he's well, he probably hasn't, but Grant, if you're listening, you pussy, you need to buy Hustlers University because the lesson I just gave out for free earlier about taking money from the side, I hope he's been doing that because he might not have. You should, buy, brain, you should you should buy Cardone University and put it inside. I should, yeah, I should put it inside. <laughs> if he had half a brain, he'd be skimming a million a month off the side and put it into an account in Belize. But he might not. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I would have been doing. So when it all went tits up, I would have been like, ha ha, whatever. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, whatever. But, um, so this is the first thing. The world is on sale, but only if you're Mm -hmm. one of the people who are liquid cash rich. So I I made a million dollars off Bitcoin this month. And that's very easy because when it crashed to 4,900, I just bought so much of it. I looked at all the liquid cash I had that I didn't need. I thought I can live off however many, however much money. The rest is going to go into Bitcoin. It doesn't matter if it takes a year or two years. Once it goes up, I'll just sell it again. You know, I know, I know that it's going to go up eventually. I believe in it. Now, it could have taken two years to go up, and I wouldn't have needed that money. So I'm fortunate. It only took two weeks. So what I made, I sold yesterday. I made all my money. I made the money. I made over a million dollars. Bang. But that's because I have millions of dollars sitting around. Most people yeah. can't do that. So the world is on sale if you have money sitting around. So that's the first thing. Be careful with what you buy. Like airline stocks. Are they going to let American Airlines go out of business? No, of course not. If you buy airline stock, maybe it'll take a year. Maybe it'll take two. Is it going to go up? Well, duh. Because right now no one's flying. And eventually people will be flying. Like, it's not fucking complicated. Like, how hard yeah. is it? That's the first thing. The second thing is there's opportunities. Like the OnlyFans thing, like the webcam thing. There's certain industries you should look at. You should look at two things. One, you should look at what industries are still operating. What industries are still operating? What industries are making more money? So I know, for example, in Romania, I don't know about in the West, but in Romania, food delivery has gone up like 3,000%. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because everyone's ordering food because they're stuck at home. So I'm not saying open a food delivery place. It's just an example of what industries are still open. So since this thing started, an old fighter I used to know, a black guy, he had a job on a construction site. He lost his job. The same day of lockdown, all over his Instagram and all over his Twitter, he started a Jamaican food delivery service. And he's been making $400 a day delivering food that his, mo- his wife cooks. Same day. Same day lockdown. He said, fuck this. All right. Boom, boom. He thought ahead. And now when I was talking to him yesterday, he goes, I might keep this open, bro. This is giving me 30 grand a month. Wow. For just delivering fucking food that he eats at home. Well, it sounds like so the lesson just- there is no hesitation, like fighting, right? Yeah, like, no you hesitation. Know, you, hes- you hesitate, you die. And also the lesson there is start a business for nothing. How much did it cost him to start that business? It's the no. same. Instagram posts. Instagram posts. He didn't, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't even go out and buy the food because the first couple of days he ran out of food. So he just started advertising it saying, let's see if someone's going to pay me. Pay me by bank transfer or, or I collect the money when I drop it off. Oh, okay. Now I need food. Okay. Let me go get the food with the money I've already made. No investment. Blah, blah, blah. So it's the same thing. So that's, there's an example. So look at the businesses that are already open. And look at the businesses that are still operating and try and understand why they're still operating. Because now you're going to learn about what essential services are. If you sell something that's essential, people will always need it. Pussy's essential. So people are still buying. People, yep. need fucking, people, need to, people need to jizz like they need to fucking eat. So that's one thing. And the third thing is 
Try and imagine how things are going to change into the future. So when this whole lockdown is over, are people going to instantly rush out and start buying Mercedes cars again? I don't think so. I think people are going to be a lot more frugal with their money. They're going to be a lot more careful with what they spend money on. They're going to be a lot more interested in saving money. They're going to be a lot more interested. There's, there's, a, there's going to be a mindset shift. They're going to like be the a great, lot more, like the Great Depression grandparent yeah, stuff. Exactly. They had, they had this too. Exactly. They're going to be a lot more interested in hygiene and hygiene products. They're going to be a lot more interested in prepping, you know, like preppers preparing for the end of the world. So there's going to be certain things that are going to explode when this shit's over and people start to make money again. They may not explode now because people are poor, but when they yeah. start to get their, their checks in the bank, they're going to go, you know what? Now I'm making money again. You know what? Just in case, let me buy some fucking of this. Let me, let me put this here. Let me put... People, so you need to also, is there a way I can be ahead of the curve and start providing something that people are going to start wanting to buy? Yeah. If you can do that, you can make a whole bunch of money when the shit's over as well. It doesn't have to be during the crisis. It can be directly afterwards. It sounds like you're saying basically observe the mindset people are in right now and then try to predict what they're going to do six months from now. Look, look Absolutely. ahead at it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, it's like my casinos were making me loads. But they were only open for a month and I made so much money. I was laughing my ass off. Man. I don't, but I don't believe even when this is reopened, people are going to be running into casinos. I believe people are going to be far more frugal and clever with their money. So I think it's going to take a long time for my casinos to recover. So in all my business meetings I'm having now, I'm sitting there thinking, what are people going to run out and buy? Hmm. What is it? Or what service are they really going to want? Toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) But it could be be the dumbest shit in the world, bro. It can be dumb. You could fucking – look, this is just completely off the top of my head. You could sell a house sanitizing – Bullshit service for $99. You can get your little cousin who's 17, give him a steam cleaner, and send his ass around to collect $100 a day or $300 a day off people. Steam cleaning bullshit. It could be garbage. It's just about how do you put a spin on it? You know? Okay, the lockdown's over. The germ is now going to be more. It's not, you're not safe now. You're at more risk than ever. We will sanitize your house, your doorknobs, your da 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 for X amount. This is just off the top of my head. But it's an yeah. example of how people – what kind of things are people going to react to when they have their money again? So that's another thing you have to think about. And those are the opportunities from the crisis. One, things are on sale if you have money. Two, what's still operating now and can you get involved? And three, what's going to blow up when this shit's over? And mm-hmm. is there any way you can get your toe in the water? And if, if so, you're going to make money because I think my casinos are going to be down for at least a year and a half. I don't see people blowing money in casinos anytime soon. But, mm-hmm. but I, got, I got pussy online, so it is what it is. Yeah. Next question. Let's think uh, bigger picture here. So we're seeing history repeat itself for whatever fucking reason, right? There was a pandemic about 100 years ago, the, the, you know, the flu, Spanish flu. Yep. Now it's 2020, 102 years later or whatever. It's kind of a similar thing. Yep. Everybody's freaking out. Situation's similar, but, but different, right? Do you see, what do you think about the 2020s now? We're in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. We have a decade ahead of us. In America, obviously, we had the roaring 20s. Yep. Things were up. Stock market was booming the whole time. Yep. Do you see that happening again, you know, after the pandemic, this bullshit ends and everything's back to normal, so to speak? Or what other, what other predictions do you have for kind of 2020 with relation to history, too, repeating itself? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I, I don't know if this is going to put a dent in the whole globalism ideology. I think people are going to be far more nationalistic and they're going yeah. to be far more. All the, all the anti-border liberals have disappeared. No, yeah. They've all shut up. Yep. Morons. So I think it's going to affect politics in quite a heavy way. I, I know that governments can print money and they can affect things and they can make people feel you know, richer, faster, and they're going to try their best to do that kind of stuff, et cetera, et cetera. I do think there's going to be a big mindset shift um, in regards to cleanliness and preparation, that kind of thing. I can really see that happening. But all in all, I mean, what surprised me most about this, I think what's scary to me about this is 
before this lockdown, if if you would have called on to me and said, every government is going to roll to shut people in their houses, I would have said, no way. No one would tolerate that shit. No way. And I'm surprised how easy it, it happened. Everyone's, even me, we're all sent home. I mean, I went to Sweden. Uh, the reason I went to Sweden, I said to Tristan, was to prove an ideological point. I refused to be confined because I was told to be confined. That's literally what I said. I said, my, I said to my cousin, it's literally what I said. I said, look, they told me I have to stay in my house. So I refuse to do that. I need to go fuck some bitches just to prove a point to them. Fuck you. I don't listen to nobody. But it's amazing how easy we were all locked down. And what's scary to me is I think we need to also keep in mind that this is going to cross the government's mind far more often than it ever would have before. The, well, maybe we should just all lock them all in their houses. I think that's going to be it's going to become an option on their radar like it hasn't been before. And that's something else we need to think about. Yeah, I agree. But, it's, it is know, concerning. It's good. So they're going to be a bit more like, well, we locked them down for this. Let's lock them down for this. Let's lock yeah. them down for this. It's going to become a thing to think about. So that's something else to think about. But all in all, I, I still think, you know, like the world is full of opportunity. There's still a huge opportunity out there. There's going to be when this is over. I, I, I teach as much as I can on Cobra.com and in Hustlers University. I teach every single lesson I learned from, from making money. I think there's big opportunity out there for people who want it. I think there is money to be made. But, you know, also a lot of it's down to how you want to make money. I, I, my view on money is you want to have money, but you want to enjoy your life and have freedom, too. I mean, you don't want to be fucking slaving away. Man, I, I knew some bankers when I was living in London, and they were making forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a month. But they were – they had to get the Japanese stock market, the New York stock market, and the London stock exchange. They were in the office from 3 a.m. until 9 p.m. Like what? And they go home and sleep and get straight back. And they, they, they like why? They get their suits tailored in the office while they were working. Like it was just okay. It's money, but so bro. you're saying money should make your life better, not shittier. Or yeah, your money, money, money is a tool for freedom. Hmm. If money's enslaved you, then you're not free, are you? Yeah. Like what the fuck do you need money for? And this is another thing about being a man is that like, or being a human in general, but especially about being a man, your 20s and your 30s are your best years. Hmm. So would you rather have? some money and freedom or loads of money and no freedom at 30. I know what I want. I need time to fuck bitches and do what I want and fucking chill and enjoy my life. I need to drive my supercar around. Even as dedicated, you, dedicated as I am, I still take an afternoon off to go race around in my car. So you've got to live your yeah. life. You know? Would you say your highest value then is freedom? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only reason I want to be rich. Like I said, I freedom. I was either completely broke or rich. I, I, I wanted the freedom. It's the freedom I've been obsessed with. That's why I went to Sweden. It's nothing to do with partying and fucking girls. I've done that enough. It's the yeah. fact that when everyone was told to stay in their house, I took my nine passports, went to the airport. I knew I'd wave one around long enough to get on a plane, went to fucking Sweden, got a five-star hotel, walked in the club, said, I want the best table. They said, oh, the best table's for 10 people. The minimum spend is 6,000 euro. I said, I didn't ask how much it fucking cost. I said, I want it. Sat there, spent six grand, ended up with a whole bunch of hot chicks. It's the freedom. I do whatever the fuck I want. And that's what I like. I don't like having money. So there's a few other people on money Twitter, and they, all they talk about is how to save, how to save, how to save, how to save. Fine. Yeah, that's those 19 year old millionaires, right? There's oh, yeah, of, of course. Yeah, yeah, don't buy coffee. Doors. Yeah. But like, where's, yeah. where's the life then? What's the point? Yeah. Like, for me, it's all about the freedom. So, yeah, you got to make money, but you got to enjoy your life. I'm not saying be stupid with your money. I'm saying just, you know, enjoy yourself and make sure it's a smart decision. Don't blow it all away or nothing, but make sure you're enjoying your life and make sure you feel free and be happy because when you're fucking 80, you're going to regret all the money you saved. First thing you're going to do is look back. All the money you saved, well, that was dumb. All the times I didn't go out. Now I'm about to die. What the fuck? Like, she can't take it to the grave. Like, you got to enjoy your you life. Know, so. You know what I find funny is you get so much heat like me, just, you know, media taxi and these people, yeah. all these dorks and shit. 
But your message is actually very positive. If you actually listen to it and look at the fundamentals of it, it's kind of funny. Yeah. No, uh, completely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely a ph philanthropist. I'm trying to help dudes. But the reason that the yeah. reason I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy, the reason everyone hates me. Oh, I agree. Me, I agree. Yeah. Very nice. I know, the reason everyone hates me is because I'm happy. Mm. That's mm. why. They look at me and they go, this dude has supercars and loads of hot women and money. And, and you know what? He's probably happy, that motherfucker. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and so, you know it, and you're not afraid to, uh, to talk tell about them, that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. My life's great. Yours is shit. Ha, ha, ha. But, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm happy. And if you're happy, you're going to piss off a whole bunch of unhappy people. Yeah. Like all the dorks who come for me, I look at their profile pictures, and I'm like, bro, yeah. I, I, I'd be miserable too if I was you. If I was you, I'd be doing exactly what you're doing, sitting on Twitter, trying to drag someone down. Like, yeah. Because you're just a miserable fuck. From behind like, a cartoon character, too. Yeah, you know? Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, people hate happy people. And uh, that's fine. You know, there, there's going to be haters. But I enjoy it. I think if, if, oh, I yeah. lost all, if I lost all my haters today, I'd be bored. Yeah. Yeah. Haters are fun, man. It's a lot. Absolutely. If they give you, it's uh, it's combative and it's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, where, where's yeah. the fun of showing off if no one gets annoyed? Yep. Exactly. That's the only reason I fucking do the dumb shit I do, to piss everyone yeah. else off. Exactly. Me and Tristan say, say all the time, I'm like, do you want to go to the club? He's like, not really. I'm like, yeah, but if we don't go, broke boys are going to get girls. Whereas if we go and we buy 20 grand of champagne, every single girl in the fucking clubs at our table and we get to steal them from every single guy. So we don't even go for our own happiness. We just want to spread unhappiness to other fuckers. Like, yeah, so the key, the key to success is being annoying, basically. Yeah. Who can be the most annoying? Yeah, this is good. I yeah, support this message. This is great, yeah. Well, if you, if you have an ego... And you have a, a desire and a, a burning fire to prove your ego and to, and to justify your ego, you're going to be successful. If you have an ego for no reason, you're not going to be successful because you're going to have a problem working with people and you're going to be a dickhead. But if you have an ego and you're like, look, I'm the fucking man. So, okay, I've said it now. So now I've got to prove to people I'm the fucking man. If you, like, that's all I ever did. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. Oh, it right, sounds fine. like it's giving you a guidance and purpose. You're giving yourself is what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd tell people I was going to knock them out. And after I said it, I better start fucking training. Yeah. I said it now. You know, so if you have an ego and you're going to work hard to justify it, then you're going to have a superpower. There's nothing yeah. wrong with having an ego. There's nothing wrong with just work hard to justify yeah. it. You say you're the man, work hard and prove you're the man. Done. It sounds like it's you being a man of your word. You, you talk shit, then you back it up. There you exactly. Go. Exactly. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So, so many guys like kill the ego. I'm like, why? Why kill the ego? If you're going to kill your ego, what's the point in having a good body, a nice car, hot woman, nice house? It's all stupid. It's a stupid thing to even fucking say. I've got a massive ego because I earned it. Yeah. I earned it and I've got a big ego and I, and I know I've justified it. And if you have a problem with it, you can fuck off. Yep. So you, there's nothing wrong with having an ego. And absolutely, it's going gonna, it's gonna to push you and excel you forward. So yeah, I love going to the club and pissing everyone off because yeah. I earned the right to do that. And I can do that and they can't. If they could do that, they'd do it to me. Yeah. They can't. So fuck off. This is what it is. Yep. What it is. Next question. I've heard you previously talk about, I don't know when it was, maybe a year ago or something like that. And I'm going to paraphrase or para, you know, quote it. You yeah. talked about uh, you know, life being, especially business, there being like a river of money. Yeah. And you have to put yourself at the center of that river and, and the yeah. flow of it. Yeah. Can you kind of expand on that, like what that means? Yeah. So it was the cokehead who told me this when mm. he was high out of his fucking mind. And he said, money is like water. He goes, water is always moving. It rains. It lands, it goes down the drain, ends up in a stream, it moves down the stream, it goes into a lake, it evaporates, goes up to the clouds, it moves somewhere else, it falls down again. That's how money works. Because even if I give you a million dollars today and you spend it, it's still going to go somewhere. You buy a car, it goes into the bank account of the car company. 
The bank account of the car company need to buy parts. Goes to another bank account in Taiwan. They buy parts. They have to pay their staff. The staff member gets paid wages from your money. He goes home with his money. Money is moving. It's never staying still. Money is always moving around. And the point was, if you can identify where money is moving, if you stand in the middle of a process or you stand in the right place, you're going to get wet. So look at my friend who just launched his Jamaican food thing. He sat there and goes, okay, people are buying food from home. Everyone's stuck from home. Money's moving. Bang. Okay, I'm going to deliver food. Get in the right place at the right time, and you're going to get some money. Money is always moving. It's never still. You cannot make money. I don't like when people say make money because it's not true. You're not the Federal Reserve. You can take money from someone else, or they can give it to you. So how do you get people to give it to you? Well, then look where they're already giving their money. These people give their money to this. Okay, is there any way I can get in between that, or is there any way I can launch a competition? So with me, with webcam, I saw dudes giving their money to girls. I can't compete with the girls. I ain't got titties. Okay, so how can I get in between it? The money's going to girls. How can I get in between it? Well, I can convince girls that they will do better with me and I'm going to manage them, which is not even – when I say convince, it's true. I can help the girls make more money. Now I'm involved in the process. So the money was already moving to the chicks. I just stood in the between. I don't know. So it's just finding, finding places money moves. Just Whenever you talk to someone, they're talking about money they spend. Just be like, well, how can I get involved in this shit? You can do this a million different ways. You can do, you can do it. I knew, look, I knew dudes who do dumb shit. I, like, I knew a guy who was going to buy a car, a brand new car, like 98000 They say, I'm going to buy this car. It's 98000 And this hustler I knew goes to me, no, no, no. Wait, which one is it? And the guy told him this car, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you're going to buy it from this lot. He goes, yeah, I'm going to buy it from this lot. He goes, bro, I can get you that car for 96000 And the guy's like, really? He goes, yeah, I can get you that car for 96000 No doubt. I can get you that car for 96000 So the guy told him the car he wanted. The guy didn't have any kind of connect or nothing. He just went down to the car lot and said, look, you try to sell this car for 98000 That guy's my cousin, but I know he'll buy it for ninety five. And started fucking going back and forth with the salesman, got the price of the car down, went back to the guy and said, look, I got the car down for you for, for, for by three grand. I told you ninety six. I got to ninety five. Will you give me a grand? And the guy paid him. Now, the guy's like, all right, cool. Yeah, you saved me three grand. Here's a grand because they were friends anyway. But this, this is just that, – that's a hustler's mentality. Now, the person I know who did that spunked all the way on coke. But yeah. he had a hustler's mindset. He saw money was about to move. Money is going to go from X to Y. How can I get in between this little interaction? And, and it took him 20 minutes at a car lot. He drove down the car lot and started talking shit, made a grand. Yeah. People don't think this way. People are very – especially in the West. Like in countries like Eastern Europe, you see this all the time, like little hustles. Like if I go to park my car – There'll be kids standing in parking spaces. Kids just stand in parking spaces and occupy them. And if you give them money, they'll move. And their wow. parents, their parents put all their kids in parking spaces. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. But you, you can't do Yeah, I know. You can't do that shit in the West because the police will come and blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's harder in the West. But still, what the story I told happened in London. So you gotta always identify where is money moving? Can I stand in the middle? And if I can stand in the middle, can I make it? Can I make money? And is it worth my time? Well, I'd say too oh, in the really? West. In the West, we've had so much decadence and so much fucking wealth from all kinds of shit, right? The momentum, yeah. the history, the Federal Reserve, all this bullshit. But in the East, you know, Eastern Europe and stuff, they've had that. They've had that pressure, right? They had oh, communism. Absolutely. They had the Soviet Union. It was a fucking yeah. You better eat. Like, yeah, you got to yeah. find a way. There's no government help. There's no state assistance. There's no fucking alimony. There's none of that. You, you got to yeah. eat today. Yeah, and they're, they're still survive. like that. Yeah, that's why that's why there's no liberals here because yeah. liberalism doesn't work in these in these environments. Yeah. So that's why they're right wing because they understand the world because the yeah. right wing realism.
and they live I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. I love I can't wait to go back to Poland, Ukraine. I want to go to Ukraine next, man. Romania, I'll go to. I'm excited, yeah, Ukraine, man. I love the part awesome. of the world. Romania is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my basic philosophy in regards to the war. The money's always moving. So next time you hear about money moving, can you get involved? Because you probably hear about it all the time. You don't think about it. Next time you yeah. start thinking, okay, money's doing this, money's doing that, money's is there any way? Maybe I know somebody. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. XYZ. It sounds to me like you have the hustler's mindset. It sounds like a curious mindset. You're curious. You hear about money moving. You get curious. Where's it going? Why is it going there? How can I get involved? Completely. It's, it's, uh, a, it's, it's a very positive, proactive attitude is what it sounds I, like. Absolutely. Be curious. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, Romanians are amazing at this. So mm. if, I, if I go to buy something, it doesn't matter what it is. Let's say I, I want some construction on my house or whatever. Every single Romanian I know will be like, no, 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 bro. Don't, don't, no, bro. Let me talk to them in Romanian. I'll get you a better price. And what they're really saying is, I'll get you a better price, but I'll build in commission for me. Yep. But if, if they quote me 10 grand and he calls them in Romanian and then he comes back to me and says eight grand, but really they're charging him seven. So he's made a grand off me, but I've saved two. Win-win. I don't care. I've saved yeah. two grand. So th this is how they are because they're, they're like, they, they look for every chance they can get. Yeah. But that's how you got to be. Like if, if you know someone's about to spend money or you see money moving or you see money being spent, how can you be? And you haven't got to do it in an annoying way. Hey, maybe I can help you save some money or hey, maybe I know a guy. Hey, maybe I can do this. Da, da, well, you've probably seen. I know you went. You went to India a while ago, and you had it was a pretty bad experience, right? Because yeah, they they do this probably too much to the extreme. I've seen that. There's yep. nuts with it. Yeah, that's right. As soon as yeah, if you try to do business with them, everyone knows everyone. They're all trying to make a fucking commission off you. And it's yeah, it's but, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but but it's the same. But it's the same mindset. So you know, you got to be working that way, trying to put something together. Even I did this when I was broke all the time. I, I was at one of my girlfriend's houses. She was talking about needing new windows. I said, I know a guy who can get you the best windows. He works for Alliance Windows. So one of my friends worked for a window company. I was like, I'll send, I said, look, he'll come to a free consultation. I just text my friend, bro, window lead. They got quote with this much from another company. Beat that quote. We'll probably get the business. Give me, how much can you give me? He goes, well, I'll be on about 20% commission. I'll give you uh, half the commission. I was like, cool. It was like one text. I made like two and a half grand. Yeah. Just from overhearing someone talk about windows, I knew a dude who did windows. But most people overhear this shit and it's just like da 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 da, and they don't think about it. It doesn't cross their mind. I was always out for money. I needed money. I didn't. I, I didn't have a job in a long time. I quit work when I was twenty three, and I wasn't rich till I was twenty nine. So for six years, I was just hand to mouth, fighting, beating someone up, hustle here, hustle there, just just trying to find some cash. I was doing something to find cash. So, but that's all it is. That's that. That's the water philosophy. When you truly understand it, you're going to find gaps. So, last question before we wrap up here, the final one. What is some of the, uh, let me put it this way. What are some of the worst popular ideas you've seen about money? Uh, you know, maybe something about luck or some other, some other negative bullshit people believe about money. What are yeah. some of the worst ideas you've seen? Okay. So a lot of the ideas that are propagated are fucking awful. And the reason they're, pro the reason they're propagated is because it make, they make things sound simple. So Ty Lopez, a famous dude, he talks about how much you need to read to get rich. That is the biggest crock of shit. I haven't read a book in, since I was in jail. I read a book last time I was in jail, like seven years ago. I don't read books ever. And I'm not saying you shouldn't read, but the idea that you can sit there and read a bunch and end up with money in your bank, I do not agree with. I think that's just him. It's a very easy way for his to package. He has this thing called Mentor Box where he sells you. Yeah, I've seen. Yep. It's just, it, it doesn't add up because action makes money. Reading theory is completely different to action. I believe in action making money. My whole philosophy to money is action. Here, move, go, do not sit and learn, learn. I didn't learn anything when I was making money. Even all my, I didn't learn. When I wanted to launch a webcam business, do you think I sat there and learned things or did I start calling up hoes and buying webcams and it's going to fuck up to work? Like I'm an action man. I don't believe in research. You believe so in fighting. 
I believe in fighting. Yeah, let's go. Let's get to work. Yeah. So that's the first thing. This whole read a bunch is garbage. Next thing, uh, do something you're passionate about. Hmm. Now, if you're passionate, you'll have motivation. But if you're passionate about money, you can do anything. Do you think the Chinese concrete billionaire jerks off over concrete? He doesn't give a fuck. He's getting paid. So you don't need having a passion for your business is great, but I'll sell anything. Now, people think because I sold pussy because I love pussy. No, I will sell guitars. I'll sell rocks. I'll sell dirt. If you're going to pay me, I'm going to sell it. So I have a passion for money and a passion for profit. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know, so that's another thing. People are stupid when they throw around. You, de- you really need to love your business. You should love having a business. You should love the results. You don't need to love the actual product itself. How do you, now, feel, about, how do you feel about luck? There is, there is a degree of luck. There is a degree of luck. But there's, there's good mm. luck and bad luck for everyone. Mm. So there's definitely a degree of luck. Like This virus is extremely unlucky. But yeah. then, then other times you're going to get lucky. There's good luck and bad luck. But I don't think you – because luck is something intangible. It's not something you can predict. I don't think it should affect how you approach your business. You have to work as hard as you can and do the best you can regardless of whether you're lucky or unlucky. Mm. It doesn't matter. You just have to – something you can't control. So if it's not within your realm of control, you shouldn't even think about it. You should just do your absolute best and you should work your ass off. Regardless of whether you're a lucky person or you're an unlucky person. Yeah, because if you focus on shit you can't control, you're going to expend energy and waste time. And on complete waste of time, yeah. Complete anxiety time. and bullshit, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. another thing I think people don't understand about money is that you can never truly save yourself rich. You can only earn yourself rich. So when I see on Twitter and they're like, uh, how do like this, these Twitter accounts, money advice. Don't, if, you don't, if you don't buy a Starbucks each day and put it in a high interest account, in eight years you'll have $15,000. Listen, yeah. I have two million. I have two point three million dollars of cars. So if you, I'm not a calculator right here. So let's say I have two point three million dollars of cars. So let's say you earn ten thousand dollars a month, and somehow you manage to live your life and never ever ever spend a penny. You live for free. You eat for free. You go to work for free. You never buy clothes. You never need transport. Nothing. Completely for free. It's still going to take you twelve, nineteen years of saving. To buy my cars it's just not feasible you don't get to the top by saving money you get to the top by earning money now i'm not saying don't save money i'm not saying don't i'm not saying be irresponsible my point is if you're sitting there going how do i be a millionaire you should not be sitting there going well, i want to be a millionaire so i need to save more no you need to be a millionaire so you need to earn more there's a big difference you're never going to earn your, you're never going to save your way to the top on a normal job so a lot of people come to me and go well I've, i need i know if i cut down to my savings it's like bro you add an extra fifteen dollars a week to your savings, it ain't gonna change your life in yeah. any way, you know. So that's that's one of the other attitudes of money that I think could it be sounds like a responsibility thing too. Earning is self responsible. You take the action, you make it happen. Saving is like offloading it and hoping you know some yeah. bank account makes it for you. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. People say to me like, oh, people say like, do you make your money make money? I'm like, yes, I do. And they go, I want to do that. I'm like, I bet you do. And they go, okay, well, I've got five thousand dollars. It's like, bro, if I make one percent on my part, it's money. If you make one percent on your part, it's nothing. the idea that your money can make you money is a great idea and it's true but only at the top level you shouldn't be you shouldn't be worried about investments until you're already rich i didn't Mm. consider investing until i already had a lot of money Mm. because if you say to me now one percent a month i'll sit there and go "Mm, okay you told me if you told me about one percent a month when i had 24 dollars the fuck Mm. like so you can forget the whole investment idea until you're already sitting on money and you're going you know what i have nothing to do with this money i don't want to spend it it's quite a lot. I have nothing to do with it. Now I'll look at investments. But you need to earn your way up there first. The first thing you should be doing is focusing on earning and earning as much as possible, as many different ways as possible. 
like I said earlier, trying different things, trying them for free, finding a way to get money in for free. If it works, maybe put some money at it, grow it, da, 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 get your income streams coming in. And then you can sit there and go, okay, I've got X amount and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do something. Fuck yeah. Well, hey, man, we're about up at uh, 90 minutes now. This has been an awesome show, man. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the effort and coming on. It's been awesome. It's been an educational show. The comments yeah, were uh, really positive, man. Good, good, yeah. good. I'm, I'm, I'm ex- I always watch myself back, so I'm excited to watch it back. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll retweet it as well. Well, again, uh, thanks for coming on, Andrew Tate, Cobra Tate. Everyone visit him at CobraTate.com. There are also links in the description to buy courses from him on his website. Purchases made through that will support the Redman Group and 21 Studios. Much appreciated. This has been episode 102 of the Redman Group with uh, special guest Cobra Tate. And hope to have you back on the show, man. It's been a great time. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Everyone else, see you next Saturday, 11 a.m. Peace out.